AMD heads for a Disney Halloween treat. The annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration only on DizRadio.com. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, happy Halloween. That's right, Halloween is finally here, and you've tuned in all month long for our not-so-scary Halloween celebration here at Disney On Demand. And this week, for the week of October 31st, 2013 show number 52 we have all kinds of fun as we are going to celebrate halloween here at disney on demand now as i mentioned we've been celebrating all month long with our not so scary halloween editions of the show and this week the show is going to be slightly different because we're going to make it one big party we're going to make it fun as i mentioned earlier on in our shows this month that halloween was going to be something where you could enjoy it you could have a party you could play some music for your family and friends and just really make the most of it so you're not going to hear me ramble too much this week because we're going to make it a Disney on-demand Halloween party. But this week, for October 31st, what better way to celebrate Halloween than by having witches, warlocks, and all kinds of black flame candles because we have none other than Thora Birch stopping in here at the show. That's right, Thora Birch. You may know her from a variety of different films like American Beauty, Monkey Trouble, All I Want for Christmas, Ghost World, and most notably for all of you D-heads, Hocus Pocus. That's right, Thora is going to be stopping in and chatting with all of you D-heads about being part of this fantastic Disney cult film, Hocus Pocus, her entire career, and what it's like working on a set with flying witches, as well as working with monkeys in films like Monkey Trouble. We are excited to have Thora stop in and celebrate Halloween with all of you D-heads. In addition, we also have the D-team back. That's right, Halloween would not be complete without the D-team here. And this week, we have a variety of different D-team members here as we have Aaron, as he's going to dip his hand in that virtual mailbag and answer all your questions once again with I Want to Know. You have a variety of questions, and he has the answers, and he's going to answer that for all of you D-heads. And let's not forget our remote Halloween enthusiast as we have our D-team member from Down Under, Lexi, as she's going to stop in with the Hollywood Walk, as she's going to give you a little bit more about our very special guest here this week, Thora Birch. We have all kinds of fun, all kinds of party, all kinds of tunes, and as I mentioned, it's going to be a little bit different here this week because we're just going to make it a fun party, something you can play in the background, something that can help you just kickstart your Halloween, have some tunes, and have some magic. So we're not just going to ramble here this week like we normally do. We're going to break from standard show format and just have some fun because it is Halloween. We have a variety of things going on. I have my kids' Halloween party tonight at their school, so we're going to get dressed up and have some fun at their school, one of the few schools that's still celebrates Halloween, might I add, and a variety of different things. So, all of you D-heads, you can tell I'm excited to get the party started, so we're going to start the party in an epic way. That's right, get ready, sit back, because Halloween wouldn't be complete without wishing you a happy Halloween. So get ready as we start with an epic song by wishing you a happy Halloween Halloween. Be right back, all of you D-heads, and let's kick off show number 52 for the week of October 31st, 2013. 
Happy Hollowishes. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird ghosts cling where the spirits dwell. Restless bones, etherealize. Rise a spooks of every size. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. season of them all. I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> the 999 happy haunts and I are ready to materialize for a spectacular celebration. You never know who will drop in. After all, this is Halloween. <laughs> this is Halloween. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see, it's our world of Halloween. Oh, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween, everybody make a scene, trick or treat, till the neighbor's gonna die of fright! Disembodied friends would like to serenade you with some scary okey. Just a few of our favorite tombs that we dug up for the occasion. We hope you'll enjoy a little night music. <laughs> Feel free to sing along. We're just some poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. Look out for Cruella Deville! 
Is very confusal. I have a lump of roozles, very sly. They come in ones and twosles, but if they so twosles, before your eyes you'll see them multiply. Big elephants on parade, here they come, hibbity hobbity. They're here and there, big elephants everywhere. Look out! Look out! Big elephants on parade! a wicked time of year, in it? And I have just the spell to put us all in the mood. Malugas of Ruga come winds of the Caspian Sea. Lorinxus, Glacidus, Max Laryngitis, La Voce to me. Now sing. Sing! Sing! Ha! Yes. Yes. Oh, they weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. <laughs> Listen up, sweet lips. I'll give you all a little treat. <laughs> Next year you'll be dressing like me. Unfortunate souls. <laughs> Starting the fun without me. Why, you're <laughs> dead right. Well then, let me treat you all to a little sorcery in the sky. <laughs> Man. 
You call that magic? <laughs> Move on, old boy, and let Mr. Oogie kick it up a notch. Well, 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 what have we here? A trick-or-treater, huh? Oh, I'm really scared. So you're the ones they're talking about. Ha, ha, ha. When Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand, you'd better pay attention now, cause I'm the Boogeyman. Hey! I say Boogie Boogie! Queen herself. Happy hollow wishes to you. We're delighted you could creep on over. Why, we've only begun to heat things up. Let's show them just how spirited an All Hallows Eve celebration can really be! was thrilling, wasn't it? And now, to end our ghostly gathering, we invite you to partake in our favorite Halloween tradition, the Scream-Along. Any volunteers? Just scream like you're trying to wake the dead! <laughs> Disguise. They pretend to terrorize. 
happy haunts want to thank you for hanging around while we scared up a little Halloween fun. <laughs> we do hope you'll drop in again for another spooktacular celebration. Happy Halloween, everyone! <laughs> Put a spell on you And now you're mine You're listening to Disney On Demand's annual not-so-scary month-long celebration. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> Let's go, jerk face. Wow. Check out this house. Huh? Rich people. Probably make us drink cider and bob for apples. Trick or treat! Trick or treat! Jackpot! Whoa! Max Dennison. Allison. Oh, Allison, hmm? I thought you weren't into Halloween. I'm not. I'm, I'm just taking my little sister Danny around. That's nice. I always do it. My parents made them. Do you guys want some cider? No. Sure. I've got candy duty. By the way, Danny, I love your costume. Thank you. I really like yours, too. Of course, I couldn't wear anything like that because I don't have any... What do you call them, Max? Yabos? <laughs> Max likes your yabos. In fact, he loves them. This is Ken Page, and I'm the voice of Oogie Boogie. And I want you to know you're listening to Disney On Demand. Ooh. Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. Ooh, I thought you were dead. With your host, Jonathan Johnson. What? My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. Was this baby? We'll never be alone. You just tell the man you want to go back to your mother. All right, all of you D-heads, I hope you enjoyed that epic kickoff for show number 52 for the week of October 31st, 2013, as we are celebrating Halloween here at Disney On Demand. That's right, I figured go big and go with a happy Hallowishes and kick off the show here this week. And that's right, we have all kinds of fun as we are celebrating Halloween here at Disney On Demand here this week in a little bit different of a show format. We have a lot of fun things planned because it is Halloween. It is show number 52, the week of October 31st, and all kinds of fun. And as I 
I mentioned earlier, we have none other than Thora Birch stopping in here at the show. That's right, Hocus Pocus is a staple. It is one of those films that you want to make sure you watch every Halloween with your kids. My kids love it, and I'm sure you love it as well. And Thora is going to be stopping in and talking about her entire career, working on films like Hocus Pocus, Ghost World, American Beauty, and more. And I am stoked to have Thora Birch stopping in here very shortly to celebrate Halloween with all of you D-heads. In addition, we have the D-team back and all kinds of fun. So before I officially kick off the show here this week in a little bit different of a format, I do want to mention all the different ways that you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, archives, and more including our Lifetime of Disney Player with over 300-plus television shows, movies, and more to listen to while you're working your day away. And you can find all of that at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com, might I add, as well as all of our second annual Not-So-Scary Halloween Edition shows right there in the archives page. And you can also find us on all the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. You can also follow us on Twitter, AOL Instant Messenger, Instagram, and more. Just search Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. And remember, you can always search us on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. Just search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, how is the show going to be slightly different? For our second annual Not-So-Scary Halloween editions at the show, we've had fantastic guests, all haunted-related, all Disney-related, all month long. We've had all kinds of different kinds of spooky music, clips, tidbits, and more. We've had great things from the D-Team. We've had all kinds of fun, including last week when I even hit the road and went to a haunted attraction and gave you some Halloween stories of my own. So how is it going to be different? Well, if you've been following us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, a variety of different news feeds, you would know that, you know what? What is something that families really want? Something that you really long for on Halloween? You're always looking for great Halloween music for your family, for trick-or-treaters and more to get you in the mood. And we've been doing that all month long. So the show is going to be slightly different here this week because instead of doing normal format and giving you news, we're going to make it a Halloween mix. That's right. We're going to keep it fun with all kinds of music and all kinds of things going on. We're going to have the D-Team stop in here and there, but I'm not going to ramble on with news here for you this week because I want something where you can sit down, you can carve those pumpkins tonight, you can get ready for trick-or-treaters, you can have all kinds of fun, and play it around in the background and have Diz Radio help celebrate Halloween with you. So we're going to have all kinds of music and, and fun all show long as we gear up for Thora Birch to be stopping in. So with that said, I'm just going to stop my rambling. Yes, that is it. It is that simple, that quick, all of you D-heads. As I mentioned, I want you to be able to carve the pumpkins and just have all great Disney tunes and all kinds of spooky, scary Halloween fun this week here at the show. So with that said, happy Halloween. I'm going to get ready because... I have to get costumes ready for me and my children and everything else as we have their old school party tonight, so that's going to be fun to do as well. How many schools still celebrate Halloween parties at night as an event? Not many, so i got to embrace it. So, all of you D-heads out there, I'm going to release the reins and have some music, have some fun. We have the D-team stopping in, and it's not the last you've heard of me, but happy Halloween, happy Hallowishes. I am excited, all of you D-heads, because it is definitely going to be a fun week. Happy Halloween, all of you D-heads. Enjoy the music and carve up those pumpkins. I'll be right back. Just gather around and I'll elucidate on what happens outside when it gets late. 
Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for their nightly jamborees. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes, and some with fangs about this size. Some short and fat, some tall and thin. Some don't even bother to wear their skin. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on in the night. Midnight jamboree They break it up with fiendish glee Ghosts are bad But the one that's cursed Is the headless horseman He's the worst When he goes a-jogging Across the land Holding a noggin in his hand Demons take one look and groan And hit the road for parts unknown And there's no wraith like a spooky spurn They don't like him and he's really burnt He swears to the longest day he's dead He'll show them that he can get ahead Unless you're careful, he'll get yours Don't think he'll hesitate a bit Cause he'll clip your top if it'll fit And he likes them little, likes them big Part in the middle or a wig Black or white or even red The headless horseman needs a head With a hip, hip and a clippity-clop He's out looking for a chop-to-chop so don't stop to figure out a plan You can't reason with a headless man So after dark, you can't be good Stay at home the way that you should Cause right outside and waiting there Is the headless horseman Beware Getting out of here. It's a nice movie. We are all playing very funny witches. In Disney's comedy thriller Hocus Pocus, a trio of 16th century witches returns from the dead in modern day Salem, Massachusetts. Like most witches, these three spend a great deal of their time in the air. <laughs> Today, we'll see how special effects artists employ such distinctly different techniques as wire rigs, specialized cranes, and miniature puppets to create the illusion of witch flight. The challenge is to have all the different um, techniques come together such that it is seamless, so that the audience is not seeing, oh, here's a puppet shot, oh, here's a blue screen shot, but in fact, what they end up looking at is a whole flying sequence.
Effects producer Carolyn Soper and effects supervisor Peter Montgomery of Buena Vista Visual Effects, or BVVE, are responsible for overseeing these complicated effects. Carolyn works with the budget and schedule, while Peter selects which techniques will be used for each effect shot. Their credits include Honey, I Blew Up the Kid and Dick Tracy. Hi, this is Dina Waters from the Haunted Mansion, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Halloween, Halloween, ghosts and goblins 
Happy Halloween, D-Heads. I hope everyone's gearing up for a big night. I can't wait to see all the kids all dressed up. Every year I see something really unique. Thanks to everyone for submitting questions. Let's reach into the virtual mailbag and see what we have this week. Our first question this week comes from Kurt Shantifer from Chicago, Illinois, and he writes, Hey team, been sifting through my old Disney CDs and tapes. I really love the Simply Mad About the Mouse. I think it was called. Is that still available on CD? Well, the full name of the CD you're referring to is Simply Mad About the Mouse, A Musical Celebration of Imagination. The CD is based on a 1991 release, a 35-minute long series of music videos featuring top contemporary singers performing classic Disney songs. Some examples of some of the great music on this CD include Billy Joel singing When You Wish Upon a Star, Harry Connick Jr. singing The Bare Necessities, and one of the exclusive songs to the CD, In Vogue, singing Someday My Prince Will Come. The CD is readily available on Amazon and also on iTunes. The actual music videos are also available to watch on YouTube. Our next question comes from MickeyMania68, and he writes, Aaron, with Halloween approaching, it seemed fitting I would ask a Halloween question. In Disney's Ichabod and Mr. Toad, Bing Crosby sings and narrates. Is there any place both songs featured in the film were released as singles, or maybe alternate versions for LP by Bing? Thanks again, and Happy Halloween. Well, I just recently bought this show on DVD. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, and my son had never seen it. It goes without saying, we both loved it. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad is a 1949 animated feature produced by Walt Disney Productions. It is composed of two segments based on the stories The Wind in the Willows and The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. In The Adventures of Ichabod, Bing Crosby was the voice of Ichabod Crane, Brom Bones, and the narrator. Originally, the song Headless Horseman was to be sung by Thurl Ravenscroft, and it appears on the Walt Disney Records Archive Collection Volume 1. Ravencroft's voice can be heard throughout Disneyland attractions, but he most prominently featured on the Haunted Mansion singing lead on the theme, Grim Grinning Ghost. Another interesting fact about this movie is the character of Brom Bones was the inspiration for Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. When I rewatched it recently, there's no doubt he was the inspiration for Gaston. Unfortunately, the songs were never released on CD, but you can buy the DVD on Amazon and at Walmart. But of course, the entire movie can be found on YouTube. Our final question this week comes from Tammy Franklin of Ohio, and she writes, Diz Radio, just found you guys and I'm hooked. Been listening to all the archives and love the seasonal shows. My question has to do with the parks. I'm a park lover, but I never get there as much as I would like. But my question is, what is the significance of all the hanging lanterns in Liberty Square? I have read many things, googled some, but I'm looking to see what you have to say. Thanks a ton, and sorry if this has been answered before. Well, I'm glad you're loving the show. I don't think any of us get to the park as much as we would like. I assume you're referring to the hanging lamps in the Liberty Tree, but did you know about the two lamps in the window? Near the entrance to the Hall of Presidents, you can find a little girl's doll in the window, and to the left side and around the corner, take a look at the upper windows. Here you'll find two lanterns. Remember the old battle cry, one if I land, two if I see? You can also find a Minuteman's rifle in one of the windows. But getting to your question, across the street from the Hall of Presidents is Disney's version of the Liberty Tree. The original Liberty Tree was located near Boston Common. 
On August 14, 1765, the Sons of Liberty gathered there to protest the Stamp Act. They concluded their protest by hanging two tax collectors in effigy from its branches. In the years that followed, similar trees all across the colonies were designated Liberty Trees, as it was dangerous to assemble and protest during these trying times trees provided a meeting place that gave the appearance of a casual gathering beneath its branches. The trees were often decorated with lanterns and banners. In addition, a pole would be erected within its branches as a signaling device. When a flag was raised, usually yellow, the Sons of Liberty knew it was time to meet. Disney's tree sports 13 lanterns, one for each colony. I love these little touches the Imagineers put in the park. It's what makes him so special, and as Lou would say, the layers of the onion. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all of your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit on air. Remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. Happy Halloween, D-Heads! If you want to get a thrill, if you want to see the sights, jump right in. I got an unidentified flying object. Yeah! Let's go for a spin. Let's go in UFO. Let's try and solve supply. We glide across the sky. Nobody will believe their eyes Just when they think they've seen us We zoom away to Venus One moment we're in Mexico Like that we're over Idaho Just tell me where you want to go In my UFO We're going UFOing We're trying salt supplying We'll glide across the skies Nobody will believe their eyes Just when they think they've seen us We'll zoom away to Venus One moment we're in Mexico Like that we're over Idaho Just tell me where you want to go In my UFO Going UFOing, we're trying salt supplying. We'll glide across the sky. Nobody will believe their eyes. Just when they think they've seen us, we'll zoom away to Venus. One moment we're in Mexico, like that we're over Idaho. Just tell me where you wanna go in my UFO. We're going UFOing.
just go this way. Danny. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Stop and pay the toll, kid. Ten chocolate bars, no licorice. Dump out your sack. Dropped it. More. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, twerp. How'd you like to be hung off that telephone pole? Yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to see you try. Because it just so happens I've got my big brother with me. Max! <laughs> Hollywood! <laughs> oh no! Oh! <laughs> so, you're doing a little trick or treating. <laughs> Ding dong! Woo! <laughs> Just taking my little sister around. Mmm, that's nice. Wow, I love the costume! Yeah! But what are you supposed to be? A new kid on the block? Your <laughs> <laughs> information! He's a little leaguer! Whoa! Come back! Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. 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 <laughs> yeah! Wait a minute. Everybody pays the toll. Stuff it, zip face. Why are you little? Hey! Ice. Here. Pig out. Come on, Daniel, let's go. Jerk. In Hollywood! The shoes fit great! <laughs> well, hello there. My name ain't Ernie no more. It's Ice. I mean, Larry Bagby. And you're listening to Disney On Demand. All right, all of you D-heads, so I'm back once again, and I hope you're enjoying our Halloween party here this week at Disney On Demand. All kinds of fun. I hope you're carving those pumpkins, getting ready for trick-or-treaters, getting your costumes ready like we're doing for the party tonight, and all kinds of fun as we're just celebrating the show slightly different here this week. Now, fear not. I know some of you might be wondering, okay, are they going to do news anymore? Are they going to do segments? Yes, we are. Don't worry. I just figured, why not break the mold, do something different here, because it is Halloween and just have some fun, have a party mix. You know, you can never have too much Halloween music, but, you know, how about Halloween music that's slightly different? And as you know, we've been playing Halloween music all month long. All different things, all different fun things that you can play for your children, your family, and more. Nothing is too graphic, too heavy, or too hard. It is definitely all family-friendly fun music. And that's what we're doing here this week, is we're having a party here on Halloween. To close out all four of our not-so-scary Halloween episodes, why not have the fun Final one just be a Halloween party with all kinds of music and all kinds of tunes. So I am pretty stoked for this, as you can tell. I'm pretty excited, and it's just a little bit different here. But fear not. Next week, show number 53, I promise you we'll be back. We'll have all kinds of news. We're going to have all kinds of segments, including new segments with new D-Team members. Yes, you heard me right. We have some new D-Team that is coming here with all new segments here at Disney On Demand. And we're going to go back to our standard show formats, as you know and love all you D-heads, but, you know, part of the fun of doing something seasonal like the annual Halloween shows is you can do something slightly different. So, with that said, all of you D-heads, thank you, Aaron, once again for answering all those questions with I Want to Know. Definitely email Aaron all of your questions at erin at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. So, all of you D-heads, I'm, I'm getting closer here. I got two of my four kids already ready for the party here tonight, and uh, I still have to get my costume ready, but, uh... You know, we got Lexi stopping in, our DT member from Down Under, as she's celebrating Halloween American style all the way from Australia. And she's going to give us a little bit more about our very special guest here this week, Thora Birch. 
and we've got all kinds of fun. Seriously, I don't want to keep rambling, but uh, it is definitely a fun week here this week, and just enjoy the music, enjoy the tunes, and celebrate Halloween. And next time you hear me, yes, I'm going to be in the studio with the one and only Thora Birch as we gear up to celebrate Halloween with Hocus Pocus and the actress that we all know and love. Get ready, all of you D-heads. Happy Hallowishes. Happy Halloween. And let's keep on with the party here. As I said, minimal talking here this week. Let's keep the party rolling. Happy Halloween, D-heads. speak to master in such a manner <laughs> they call me master wait do you see what i'm gonna call you now tart face take your clock bars and get out of my house make us honey bunch The chocolate-covered finger of a man named Clark. Mmm, <laughs> it's candy. Why would the master give us candy? Because he is not our master. He is And these are not our goblins. Oh, see? Oh. Call it, man. A child. Oh! Weirdos! Weirdos. Sisters! All Hallow's Eve has become a night of Oh. Where children wear costumes and run amok. Amok! Amok, amok, amok! Ha ha! 
from all of us at DizRadio.com. Keep it spooky. Places, everybody. This is a tape. The time has come. It is Halloween once again. Who has been trick-or-treating yet? And I hope you're all enjoying carving your pumpkins and dressing up as ghouls, witches, and maybe even a mouse or two. (laughs) Well, this week's special guest is definitely a treat. And I promise no trick is required. (laughs) She is sweet and talented and we are incredibly lucky to have her with us today to celebrate this Hallow's Eve and the spirit of Halloween. Well, this week's special guest is the gorgeous actress Thora Birch. We all know Thora from her range of incredible acting features. She starred in American Beauty, perhaps for the older D-heads out there, but Before that, she also appeared in Hocus Pocus as one of the young child stars. Wow, I really love Hocus Pocus. (laughs) Who doesn't love a bit of Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and a whole group of Disney-fied witches? (laughs) Now, Thora is an American actress born in Los Angeles, California, and she is actually the eldest child of Jack Birch and Carol Connors. And Thora is German, Scandinavian, and Italian in descent, and is a vegetarian. (laughs) Now, this week's special guest first developed her passion for acting at a very young age. And she actually appeared in a comedy series called Day by Day. After that, Thora continued to appear in movies like Purple People Eater with Neil Patrick Harris. And guess what? She received a Young Artist Award for Best Young Actress Under 9 Years of Age. That's so incredible! Around that time, Thora also appeared in the TV series Parenthood, which co-starred a not-yet-discovered Leonardo DiCaprio. Pretty cool, right? Around this same time, While Thora was still very young, she appeared in ads for Burger King, California Raisins, Quaker Oats Porridge, and even an ad for pickles. (laughs) Awesome. Thora's career just blossomed after that, as she went on to appear in and even star in films like All I Want for Christmas in 1991, The Patriot Games, with Harrison Ford in 1992, a really cool movie called Monkey Trouble in 1994, and then Now and Then in 1995, and she even starred in the fantastic film Alaska in 1996. Oh, by the way, I'm sure you're wondering where this week's special guest got her name from, Thora. Well, She is actually named after Thor, 
the Norse god of thunder. I like that. It's unique. <laughs> For us D-heads, Hocus Pocus in 1993 is one of the best Halloween movies around. Now Thora played the character of Danny. And just so you know, Hocus Pocus is one of my favourites. I have memories of watching it as a kid and still remember the witch's chants. It is just perfect for getting everyone ready for Halloween. Now Thora is probably most known for her starring role in the incredibly popular and might I say alternative cult classic American Beauty. This role gave this week's special guest popular acclaim and international recognition. And it was after American Beauty that Thora went on to lend her talents to the starring role in Ghost World alongside Scarlett Johansson and Steve Buscemi. And she actually received a Golden Globe Award nomination for Best Actress in a Motion Picture Comedy. I really do love it when Disney family members are recognised for their hard work and talent. It always is so wonderful. Following this, Thora continued to act in films, including Dark Corners from 2006, Train in 2008, and Winter of Frozen Dreams in 2009. Throughout her career, Thora has been in films with people like Melanie Griffith, Elijah Wood, and she even appeared in two Harrison Ford films, The Patriot Games, like I mentioned before, and its sequel, Clear and Present Danger, in 1994. Also, Thora lent her talents to the 1995 film Now and Then, which was with Christina Ritchie, Demi Moore, and even Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> On the small screen, this week's special guest appeared in The Outer Limits, Promised Land, and Touched by an Angel in 1993. She also lent her talents to the character of Liz Murray in the made-for-TV movie Homeless to Harvard, The Liz Murray Story. Pretty nice, right? and Thora actually received an Emmy nomination for this role. Also, this week's special guest appeared in the really popular Moby video, We Are All Made of Stars, in 2002, as well as the Limp Biscuit video, Eat You Alive, from 2003. I think that's so cool. The early 1990s were a big time for Thora, as she starred in eight feature films between 1991 and 1996, including Hocus Pocus for us D-heads, as well as All I Want for Christmas and Monkey Trouble. Now, Thora's acting talents do go across quite a range of skills. In particular, she is very good at playing characters that are, let's say, on the alternative side of things. <laughs> After American Beauty, Thora starred in the lead role alongside Keira Knightley in the horror film The Hole. 
Now, I have to say, this movie is one of my all-time favourites. I felt that the story was very twisted, and Thora's character was very twisted as well. And I let them both affect me so much, and I still even have dreams about the whole sometimes. You would have to say that that is the mark of a good thriller acting. Pretty impressive. It stayed with me so long. I would definitely encourage you all to see the whole. That is, if you don't want to sleep that night. <laughs> it is an incredibly powerful thriller and one to watch. Mostly because of Thora's impressive performance and it's really convincing too. More recently, this week's special guest produced a film in which she also stars, entitled Petunia. Also, critics have called Thora's style a style-conscious one and sophisticated beyond her years. Now that is excellent. Critics aren't always so glowing. Also, Thora has a green belt in karate. <laughs> Talk about a kick-ass girl power. That is some high praise. Between her acting from a very young age until now, and the plethora of awards and nominations she has received, and even her producing talents, this week's special guest is a very valued and loved member of the Disney family. And I can safely say, thank you, Thora Birch. Without you, Disney definitely would not be the same. And now you're mine. <laughs> you can stop the things I do. I love. No! No! Don't look at him! Been 300 years, right down to the day. Now the witch is back. And there's hell to pay. <laughs> I put a scam on you. Good joke. Happy Halloween. Thanks a lot. No, man, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to get out of here. I'm not kidding. You're not
spell book of Winifred Sanderson. It was given to her by the devil himself. The book is bound in human skin and contains the recipes for her most powerful and evil spells. I get the picture. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's the black flame candle. <laughs> black flame candle. Made from the fat of a hangman. <laughs> Legend says that on a full moon it will raise the spirits of the dead when lit by a virgin on Halloween night. Let's light the sucker and meet the old broads. And do the honors? No, thanks. Stupid cat! Okay, Max. You've had your fun. It's time to go. Come on, Allison. Max, she's right. Let's go. Oh, come on. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Max, I'm not kidding this time. It's time to go. Max, no! Uh-oh. To the haunted mansion, you're invited for a Halloween party. I'm so excited. Mickey and Minnie are waiting at the gate. They need your help to decorate. So come on, come on, come on, join in. The Halloween party is about to begin. Come on, come on, join in. The Halloween party's about to begin. The haunted mansion's a haunted house. Halloween's fun with Mickey Mouse. Listen up, you goblins and ghouls. Dress up and have fun. And those are the rules. You can trick or treat with a skeleton. Make no bones about it, it's fun. <laughs>
From Walt Disney Home Video, the Sanderson Witches are flying into town. And now everyone's in for a real treat. Greedy little beggar. Winnie's the wickedest. Hello. Sarah's the sexiest. Will thou dance with me? And Mary's the hungriest. No time for snacking. They're here to have some fun and practice a little witchcraft. If they could only get it right. She did it. Hocus Pocus on video cassette. Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And as we continue to bring you all the magic, the memories, and all the people from all those films that you remember growing up, new films, and passed down to your children, we have somebody who is no stranger to any of you. You have a huge fan base, and you may know her from such films as Patriot Games, All I Want for Christmas, Hocus Pocus, Monkey Trouble, Alaska, Now and Then, American Beauty, and we have the actress, producer, and more, Thora Birch, with us here this week. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it is our pleasure having you on. I mean, somebody of your stature and career, I mean, so many films, and, you know, I mean, many of our listeners just, I mean, they grew up alongside with you, I mean, from every different film that you could even uh, think of. And I guess, uh, with that said, let's just jump right into how did you get started in acting? I guess that's a, that's a big thing right there since you've been doing it since you were so young. Yeah, it is. That's usually the first question. Um, I got started when I was very, very young, around four years old, and it was because uh, a babysitter and friend of the family um, would uh, notice that I would imitate a TV commercial constantly. And to her, this was just completely adorable, <laughs> and it meant that I had to be in front of the camera. So uh, she uh, got me an agent and, and, and took me around to auditions, and I started getting commercial work like right away. And then when I was six, I got a TV show called Day by Day, uh, and I was a, a somewhat of a regular on that, and that's when I really started to really fall in love with, you know, just the process of being on the set, and that's basically from there, it's kind of, you know, I just, I never wanted to give it up. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's the kind of thing where it has been a great career for you. It's the the kind of thing where it has been, you know, such a long-standing career with so many great projects. Now, um, you know, you fully grown up, of course, but everybody always remembers all the, the great films that you've done when you were younger. And I have to say, I mean, I just showed all four of my kids, you know, films like Hocus Pocus and Monkey Trouble. And with October coming around, I guess let's uh, head into Hocus Pocus and that film where... Um, you know, it was such a, I guess, you, you know, it's such a small hit originally, and now it has this huge cult status. Uh, how does it feel being part of something like that? Uh, I gotta say, I'm, I'm amused, but also incredibly proud, because uh, in, in some ways it's probably the most fun I ever had on a set, making a film. So from that angle, uh, you know, it, it's nice that, that people, uh, you know, it's something that, that kids saw when they were little, and then they grow up, they have kids. And they share it with their kids, and and I really love that. And also, it's just a kind of a fun, campy movie. In some weird way, it holds up, just with the, you know some of the wit and some of the kind of you know tongue-in-cheek moments. Um, it's just it's cute. It's a romp, and and everybody loves Halloween, so it's something that you can revisit over and over. And even from time to time, if I'm in the Halloween mood, you know, I, I might pop it on or something, just because. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know, and that's like you said, it is kind of campy and, you know, it definitely uh, sets the era. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you look back and, and you can tell what era it's in, but it does hold up in terms of its its fun, its wit. And, you know, we, we had spoken with uh, Larry Bagby, who played Ice in the film, and a couple other people. I guess, what was it like, you said, having the most fun on that kind of set? I guess, um, looking back at those memories, I guess, what are some of those things? Was it just, you know, hanging out with the great props or just being Halloween in general? I, I guess, uh, you know, what, what was it? Definitely. I mean, the number one thing is probably the the set of the the Sanderson house. That 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 stage was on one of the largest stages of it on the on the lot, and um, you know they they built the woods around it. They built the entire thing, and it even smelled old. And just the the set deck was an amazing group. And then other things like how long it it took for certain setups because of you know visual effects or you know working with the cat, and then. Kind of just hanging out with Vanessa and, and Omri, um, you know, it was like we were all a bunch of 10 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and doing that film, like you said, you know, everyone loves Halloween. And, you know, you went on to do other films, uh, you know, as a young actress, of course, and one of those of Monkey Trouble. And everybody, you know, brings that up because that is one of those films like Hocus Pocus where people pass it down to their children. And my seven-year-old daughter thinks it is the greatest film on the planet right now. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, she she wants to get into that kind of mischief. Uh, what was it like working with an animal? I guess. how How is that? It's kind of a headache, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was terrified of this freaky little monkey. <laughs> I had to train for like two weeks just to be comfortable with it on my shoulder. Um, it kind of terrified me, but after a while, uh, I got used to it, and you know, you kind of develop a little bit of a relationship with it, but at the same time, you, you, have to, you have to respect that the number one director in the monkey's life is its trainer. And so when you're doing a, a, a scene, sometimes it... it can become very distracting because, you know, the trainer has the ability to make sure that, that, that their number one focus is the monkey. So you can be saying your lines and all of a sudden you'll hear like a horn blast or, you know, <laughs> stay, stay, stay or whatever. <laughs> it becomes a little distracting, but at the same time, you know, you can't help it because the darn thing is cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I guess moving ahead, I mean, you know, you've done a lot of different roles, and of course, and, you know, everybody knows American Beauty, which is one of those films that it stands the test of time in terms of cinema. I mean, it is that one of those films that leaves its mark, and it is going to be here to stay. You know, 20, 30 years from now, people are going to look back, and it's such a great film. And, uh, you know, some people say that that's your breakout role or whatnot. You know, I... I say you've been an actress for so long. That was just a role that, you know, brought recognition, of course. Uh, what was it like being part of that kind of film where it was uh, very different in terms of the story, the style, and, and what came of that film? It was kind of an ethereal process in a way because I think everyone uh, everyone that was in, involved working on it fell in love with the script first and foremost. And so that's the number one reason we were all there. And then, I mean, we had such incredibly talented people that, you know, behind the scenes, in front of the camera, and I just feel like everyone was really recognized that we were working on something really special, but I don't think it was uh, some out of, like, something like, oh, wow, we're, you know, we're here, we're an Oscar. It wasn't really like that. It was just more like, wow, this is a really unique um, script and a great story, and uh, hopefully we can make it as good in the final product as it is on the page. And, uh, and you know, just working with Kevin and Annette in some of those scenes, it was, it was a very, very, very fulfilling uh, kind of experience. And I understand why people say, you know, it's a breakout thing just because it, it was completely different from any other young um, 
younger performance that I had given. You know, it, it defined me not as a kid, but as maybe an actor. <laughs> Definitely, you know, and like you said, working with somebody like Kevin and Annette, I mean, it had to be great. I mean, somebody of their stature just, uh, you know, uh, and career has always been just amazing. And is American Beauty that kind of film now, too, where, um, you know, I guess uh, it, when people are looking back and they're looking at that kind of film and you look back at that film, you know, as an actress and also, you know, you look back at like the artistic style of it and whatnot. Um, it, do you keep noticing things if you go back and revisit that kind of film? Uh, you know, it's hard for me to watch it. I don't really watch it that much. Uh, um, once in a great while, if I want to remember something about it or whatever, I might. But yeah, it's, it's, I, I get uncomfortable. I don't, I don't really like watching it that much, although I recognize I love the film. Don't get me wrong. It's just for me, it's, 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 it's different than just being somebody else, another movie fan watching something over and over. It's a little different for me. Well, I mean, and that's going to bring me to, you know, we've talked with a variety of different uh, actors and actresses, of course, where uh, I guess one of the things is, uh, do you find it uh, hard to go back and revisit and watch a lot of your own films just because, you know, once you've worked on the project, you, you check it out once and, you know, you want to move on. And uh, it's one of those things where it's hard to watch yourself. Is it just beyond American Beauty? Is that uh, kind of your case as well? You know, it, it is, I, I would say, about 60% of the time. I find it easier to watch myself when I was younger. Like, I don't critique Hocus Pocus. I don't critique, uh, you know, all I watch for Christmas. These are <laughs> things I'm, I'm concerned with. Um but uh, I think maybe for certain older yeah, stuff that I've done as an adult, yeah, you know, I, I don't care to go back too much. Ghost World maybe once in a while just because I like so many other things in the film. It's like I've watched anything but me in the movie because I find that film hilarious. Well, I mean, I guess that's going to segue, too. That was going to lead us up to Ghost World, of course. And, you know, and that's the kind of film where you received a Golden Globe uh, Award nomination for Best Actress. And like you said, I mean, that is a great, great film. I mean, that uh, is another one of those films where it has a cult status and a cult following. And um, that kind of film, how were you approached with that film originally? And, you know, when you first read the script, was it something you were on board with right away? Well, when I first read the script, I totally flipped for Eat It. I had, I mean, I just, became completely obsessed, uh, and, you know, originally, uh, Dan, uh, and, and I'm sorry, Terry, and, uh, really kind of saw me as, as Rebecca, and that made me push extra hard, because, um, <clears throat> I felt really, really connected to Enid, uh, felt like, you know, there were things about her that I didn't really like or understand, but that she was worth exploring, and that, uh, some of her dialogue were things that I absolutely had to say. <laughs> so I pushed really hard uh, to get that role on and so, you know, uh, one day I just kind of showed up with the hair and the glasses and, and boom, they saw it. So that was, you know, fortunate enough for me. And just making that film was a lot of fun because uh, with Dan Klaus, the creator of the, of the graphic novel and the writer, was always on set and so he was like my go-to guy for all things Enid that I didn't quite understand. So it was a, it was a unique, unique experience um, from that point of view. And then also just working with Steve, who I had already been a fan of, was a lot of fun for me. Well, you know, and and like I said, that is the kind of film where, you know, people watch this film and they love this film. And, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I use that word often as cult status, but uh, you've been part of many films that have reached uh, that point, I guess, where it is a, a cult following and a cult status. Now, with that said, out of your entire career, uh, is it pretty often that you go out there and, you know, people just notice who you are right away and whatnot? You know, do they recognize you or, you know, hey, you're from Hocus Pocus, hey, you're from Ghost World or, or anything like that? It's surprising. But yeah, I get a I get a lot of the hocus pocus, which is really unsettling because it's twenty years later, 
and I don't <laughs> think that I look at anything like that anymore. So that one kind of baffles me. But um, you know, I get that sometimes, and then other, it just depends on me. You know, if I if I look that day somewhat like maybe one of my characters, then I think I, I get I get it more. But if I do something different, then it's you know I I it's not a big deal, but I do get it, and sometimes I get it in the weirdest places, like in the middle of nowhere, you know. Um, and then the, the other thing is like people come up to me and like this. Oh, were you Dungeons and Dragons? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Was I? <laughs> you get a little weirded out sometimes, but. Well, you know, I can only imagine. Now, I guess, uh, moving aside from films, um, you know, and some of the other things like television and whatnot. Now, going from films to television, you know, uh, you know, every time we're talking with people, we understand that, you know, there is a slight difference. Um, but sometimes people don't feel that there is. Do you feel that there is a, a huge difference in terms of working on something for television in a smaller screen as opposed to working on a film? No, not a huge difference, no. Um, I, I don't think so. I think that there's a difference in the pacing and the, in the timing. And um, uh, But, uh, you know, if you're, I would say that there's a huge difference between working on a film and a television series. Uh, but if you're working on, like, a made-for-TV movie or a miniseries, that it, it, it's pretty much the same. Sometimes nowadays, you know, a, the working on a, a TV a movie or a miniseries is that actually more like working on a traditional film, how they were made 10 or 12 years ago. Um, most films now, you know, are, are more like, they feel like independent films. Of course, I work on independent films where they are. But uh, they're smaller, you know. Sometimes with TV, you have a bigger budget. You have more time and you've got uh, more perks and more ability to kind of like really focus. But you have to, it, it is a, a quicker pace. So you have to, you know, you you can't ask for another every 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? You can't ask for, like, another take. If they were all, let me do it one more time, you know, over and over again. On film, you can kind of do that. On TV, they don't care if you feel comfortable or not. <laughs> you know, I guess, and working on a quicker pace and, and continuing on with your career, you know, you've been part of a variety of different things, and... Um, you know, as we do that, you know, you have a lot of new projects as well that are currently coming out as well on DVD and whatnot. Um, would you like to elaborate a little bit more about that for all of your fans? Yeah, I've got a, a small independent comedy that I, I just produced and, and I'm also in. It's called Petunia. It's um, many, many great cast members, uh, but it's now Christine Lottie, David Rashi, Michael Yuri, uh, UK Thomas. It's just a, you know, it's a eclectic little story about a crazy family in New York that uh, gets crazier and crazier until they try to, you know, put everything back together the right way. And uh, that's out on DVD now. And uh, also, uh, at this at this point, <clears throat> I'm getting ready to shoot something else and I'm writing a screenplay. So, <laughs> so you're constantly being, uh, I guess, very busy and constantly working and uh, <laughs> around-the-clock kind of hours. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I take the weekends off <laughs> when I can. <laughs> Um, you know, you know, we know you're busy and we know you have a lot of different things going on, but I guess looking back at your career and all the different things you've worked on and all the different movies and whatnot, is there anything that you'd like to leave out there for your fans, um, in, in terms of any of the films or anything you'd like to leave out there for them as words from Thora? Well, I guess I just have to say thank you for, uh, re you know, coming back and revisiting my older work and, and, uh, enjoying the characters that I played as much as I enjoyed playing them. I, you know, it's it's all for them anyway, so thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Well, you know, I always appreciate your time, you know, stopping in, chatting with us. Um, I, you know, is, is there anything, uh, I guess, out there 
other than your your newest release, your DVDs, uh, anything out there where we can constantly see you, and, or are we just going to have to always uh, pay attention and look around the corner? Yeah, you can always check out www.sora.org. Sometimes I post the blog there, and it's just kind of it's my official website, I guess. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, fans can see what I'm ranting about or, or whatever, you know, updates, this and that, I guess, if they want to get in most, you know, in closer contact with me. <clears throat> I'm not on Twitter or anything like that, though, so... Anyone who says that they're me, it's not me. Don't pay attention to that. <laughs> well, and there's always lots of that. So, you know, I guess reading an official rant from you would be a lot better than a fake Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hopefully, anyway. <laughs> well, it was our pleasure having you stop in and chatting with us. And, you know, anytime you have a project or whatnot, uh, feel free to stop by and uh, we'll let everybody know about it. Absolutely. Thank you, Jonathan. It was great talking to you. I put a spell on you. Because you're mine Stop the things you do <laughs> What's up? this Halloween. Yes! Because we've got a monster mix of boobies that'll make you shake with fear in the creepiest month of the year. I'm talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? You! What's the problem, little dude? He thinks his mom is a monster. Cool. So is mine. Don't you ever worry that you're just not cut out to be a witch? Who's your friend? We found him in a graveyard. This was the yellow brick road. What would you say if I told you I was a witch? I'm not coming back ever. Come, I'll show you the world. <laughs> the 
Nice effect. It's the craziest month you've ever seen, because weird stuff happens this Halloween. All month long on the Disney Channel. All right, all of you D-heads, well, that's going to close the casket door on Halloween 2013. I hope you enjoyed our slightly different show here this week as we had all kinds of fun and partying and many more things to help you celebrate Halloween. Hopefully, we were able to add that little bit of enjoyment and all that kind of fun while you were carving pumpkins, having your friends over, trick-or-treaters, and more with all kinds of party tunes. And remember, if you want to celebrate Halloween all month long, even more, extend it even longer, definitely catch all four of our not-so-scary Halloween episodes that we had all month long here at Disney On Demand, and you can always find that in our archives. So, all of you D-heads, I do want to extend that very special thank you to our special guest here this week, Thora Birch. Fantastic actress, great career, a variety of different films, Hocus Pocus, Monkey Trouble, Ghost World, and definitely check her out in her newest, Petunia, and many other things. Thank you, Thora, for taking time out of your busy schedule and hanging out with all of us here at Disney On Demand for Halloween 2013. I'd also like to thank the D-team. I'd like to thank Aaron and Lexi once again for stopping in with their signature segments. Thank you for taking that time out of your Halloween and making it extra special and magical for all the D-heads out there. Thank you for stopping in once again. So, all of you D-heads, before I let you in as to who's going to gear us into November, who's going to ride us into the, you know, Thanksgiving time, I'm going to give you all the different ways that you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past archive shows and more, including our Lifetime of Disney Player, where you can listen to over 300-plus television shows, movies, and more right there on our homepage at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also find us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can also friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. You can also follow us on Twitter, AOL Instant Messenger, Instagram, and Skype. Just search Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. And remember, you can always find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and more. Just search Diz Radio. D-I-Z Radio. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, Halloween has come to a close. It has been a fun, fun month as we celebrated our second annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration all month long here at the show. So, how are we just going to kick off the Thanksgiving season? How are we going to go into November? Well, next week, we're going to get back into our normal show format. So, we're going to have all kinds of news hot off the D-wire, all kinds of segments and more from the D-team, and a variety of different things stopping in. Might I add, let's kick off November with somebody you may know. A little red-haired kid from Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, because we have none other than Johnny Whitaker stopping in here at the show. That's right, Johnny Whitaker, who has been in a variety of television shows, television icon from Family Affairs, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, and fantastic movies like Napoleon and Samantha, The Snowball Express, and many others. And Johnny Whitaker is going to be stopping in and hanging with all of us at Disney On Demand as we get back to our normal shows, normal show format, and kick it into November. So all of you D-heads, with that said, as I always say, never neglect family for business. I hope you had a fun, safe, happy Halloween. Let's close it out with another epic song. We started the show with something epic and long, something that you love from the parks. So let's close it too with a little bit of Booty You Parade. Happy Halloween, D-heads, and I'll catch you next week. Hiya, folks! Hello, everyone! Oh, boy! You got my invitation. <laughs> Welcome to our not so scary Halloween party. We're so glad you could make it. And look, the gang's all here.
Happy Halloween, boo to you and you. <laughs> Hope you're having a good time. It's not so very scary. Wow, you look terrific. It's really not so scary. <laughs> Your costume is beautiful. <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.